Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rival and Queen. I'm your host, Ashley. And I'm Sarah. Today we get to talk to our buddy, Ryan Williams, who is the um, media man, photographer, podcast host. He has the What You Make It podcast. We call him the media man because he's everywhere and he's always got a camera in his hand. Yeah. He's literally everywhere at every event. Oh my gosh. I love it. And today, Ash, we talk to Ryan. Well, we get to know him and we learn about the What You Make It podcast and obviously his pitch. He's been pitching us nonstop to make a collaborative podcast (laughs) called Rival Queen and King. But we also learn a little bit about his appreciation for female beauty. He just loves women. He thinks they're all badass. That's kind of nice. He is definitely a ladies man. He is a ladies man, 100%. And then we... He's a smooth talker. We also get into his and yours shared obsession with The Bachelor, uh, which is very fitting given that The Bachelor just started again this week. And then finally, the best part, I think, is that Ryan tells us how to take the perfect selfie. We nail it. That's right. So we can all look amazing, like Kim Kardashian. Oh, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love Ryan. He is is always um, very, he brings a lot of light into every room when he walks in. I feel like he's got got great energy and we love hanging out with him. And we were recently on his podcast. What would it have been, Sarah, a couple weeks ago? Yeah, like three or four weeks ago, the What You Make It podcast, you can check it out. And yeah, we have our episode, we'll share it so everyone can go give that one a listen. That was a bit of a funny episode, to be honest. (laughs) That was, it was fun and funny. And we definitely got into a lot of different dating scenarios. So if anyone wants to hear a bit about that, definitely check it out. Yes, we did the Tinder rapid fire. Would you answer? That was a lot of fun. Uh, And so the thing that kind of inspired the episode with Ryan today, Ash, is when he heard our interview with each other, when we did the rapid fire of like get to know each other, he was like, I want to do that. Can Mm -hmm. I please come on and will you guys do that for me? So for anyone who does know Ryan or is interested in learning more about him, we do we do dig, dig deep and get to know uh, some quirky things about him that we had so much fun. Ashley, I have questions for you. Yes, Sarah, ask more questions for more me. More questions I for can't you wait. <laughs> on this morning. We're recording in the morning this week. So, Ashley, this week, The Bachelor new season came out. And given that you and Ryan are both new season. big, big Bachelor fans, this morning when I was scrolling through Instagram, I noticed that... Uh, Don't tell me too much. I didn't finish okay, watching let's it. let's be clear. I did not watch The Bachelor or any spoilers. <laughs> this has nothing to do with The Bachelor. <laughs> okay. Ryan, I, I actually on. woke up at I woke up at 7 a.m. and I had a text message from Ryan and it actually said, didn't finish watching The Bachelor episode. No spoilers are alert today, please. I'm going to text him. I was like, okay, I was sleeping. Yeah. God. Okay, sorry. What, what, write, what do you want to know about the I'm going to write him a Pete spoiler. the Pilot. I don't want to know anything about Pete the Pilot. When I was just make one up. Instagram this morning, I saw that Spit and Chicklets actually posted, if you could nominate one NHLer to become The Bachelor, who would you pick and why? And that's what I wanted to know. That's Ash. a good question. That was very fitting. You, But I don't know. You love the Spit and I Chicklets. I really don't know which ones are single. This isn't, this isn't real life. I don't know which this is like hypothetical. Just pick whoever <laughs> you want. <laughs> 
do we get to be contestants on it if they're The Bachelor? If you would like. Uh, Jeff Keel, if you're listening, please go away now. <laughs> Jeff is Ashley's husband. I don't know, Sarah, if I want to go for an entertaining... Yeah, I don't know if I want to go for someone that is just entertaining or someone that's a babe. Talk me through your reasoning. My brother and I actually had this debate the other day. Ryan and Yossi, for, he plays for the Nashville Predators. He's a, quite attractive. I'm 110% sure he's either married or has a girlfriend, but uh, I think he'd be he'd be nice to look at and watch. He's the one you'd pick. What's his name again? Ryan Yossi. Yossi. Is he old or young? I don't know any of you. I don't know this person. Probably early 30s, maybe. Okay, that's a great age. Did you look him up? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking. Y-O-S-I. Okay, let's see. Ryan Yossi. I haven't found him. I'll, I'll shoot you a picture of him. I also think Nate McKinnon would be very entertaining on The Bachelor. He's just a young little stud, so I want to throw his name out there, local boy. Uh, I just find him actually hilarious. He's a great guy, so I feel like that would be... Uh, very entertaining. Again, not sure if he's in a relationship or not, but hey, this is hypothetical, This Sarah. is hypothetical. We're taking all relationships out the, out of it. We're saying if they're all single, who's going on? Okay. These are great picks. I like how you've got the young Do you? Stud. Is there anyone you know? Um, No, I could name like, is there anyone three, maybe four NHL players. So, and Oh, we need a correction on... It's Johansson. <laughs> Johansson, isn't it? Ryan Johansson? <laughs> no, it's Roman. Roman. <laughs> it's not Ryan. And it's Yossi, J-O-S-I. Oh, my brother's going to kill me. Okay, so Roman Yossi is... Redo. Look that one up. (laughs) Roman. No wonder I can't find this guy. Greg claims he thinks he's the best looking uh, guy in hockey. Oh, wait, who's that really hot older man who's on the the Rangers or the Islanders? Who's the team we saw play? The Islanders. Oh, the goalie? Oh, my God. I'm so tired today. My brain isn't working. He's Uh, definitely Swedish. Henrik Lundqvist. Yes, he's a babe. I pick him. But I don't feel like he, he has the greatest personality, but you oh, know what? I don't know any We'd of their personalities. So <laughs> This is just me. I don't know him personally. Actually, you can pick a third contestant for me. You can pick my contestant. I'll trust you. Oh, I can pick your... I want to say... Whew, that's a tough one. Maybe Carrie Price. Isn't he also not nice? He's cute. And he's no, I think Carrie's a great guy. Uh-huh. Like people love him. Carrie praises the goalie for the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, he is sweet. I saw him on Instagram once. Yeah, and he's a really nice, down to earth kind My of guy. My only memory I think of he's him, from somewhere out west. Ashley, and I think this is him. And you'll have to tell me is that his him and his wife posted a photo last year after the NHL awards, and he wore a pair of her underwear as his pocket square that she had folded up for him. Oh, I don't know. I and I love that. Because he was like, I forgot my pocket square. So my wife folded up her underwear to make it look like it. And I thought that was funny. That's so amazing. I hope that's them because then I'm down. I think that would be a yeah. great bachelor pick. This is how we're choosing who we yeah. think would be eligible bachelors. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Even though he's been married and has two kids. But I think that just carry 10, 15 he's down years for ago. Commitment. That's our pick. Yeah. He's, he's a serious guy. He's a committed yeah. Even Young e- even better contender. <laughs> this this makes him the perfect match, the perfect bachelor. Well, I like this. So we got Roman Josie. I think I'd, I think I'd put I think I put him number one. Price. I think we should bump. So yeah. Roman Josie and Nate they out. Carrie Price he in the ultimate bachelor pick. Yeah, let's. We'll have to comment on this. Yeah, bit and check that's who we post pick. and let them know that that's who we think should be. <laughs> 
I wonder if anyone else said that. I don't know. We'll we'll have to. He could. It, it could be across the board. That could be just basically the straight answer. I think they're they're picking people who they know are single. We don't have the luxury of knowing any of these people. Well, if they gave us a list, Sarah, we could look into it, but we don't know these things. We'll inquire right? for a list. <laughs> let's get a let's get a list, and then we can make a sound decision. <laughs> we'll also we can put James Neal on the list too because he's got a house in Nashville, so that could be an okay. That makes him an okay contestant. You could move to Nashville. All roads are just pointing to Nashville at all times for us. I Sarah. can feel it in twenty twenty. Ash, we're gonna. We're going to be in Nashville. Make a trip down. Interviewing a country singer. Oh, that could be good. We like to put, it's 2020. We like to put all these things out into the world. Right, Sarah? Girl, I'm down. I am down. All right, Ash. It's time now. Now that we've fed your bachelor, I don't know, obsession. Are you bachelor obsessed? I like it. I find it entertaining. I watched the first episode last night and I found it hard to get into because there's just too many people. There's too much happening. But I do really get attached to it once you kind of get to see some of the relationships unfold and you kind of see the connections and the ridiculous dates that they go on that normal people do not get to do. I just find it very entertaining. So <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Pete the pilot, not not a huge fan. I think Pete's sweet, but l- not loving. He's no Carey most. Price. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> He's no Carey Price. Carey Price is... Uh, He's number one. What? I said, I, w- I was going to say, I'm a closeted Bachelor fan. I don't really like it. And I, I wouldn't watch it on my own volition, but Katie has it on a lot. And then so when it gets further in, I'll watch a few episodes, but I wouldn't. No, but if... Just for the... If, if anyone asked me in person, I'd say no. <laughs> All right, Ash. Now now everyone knows. Shall we get into it with Ryan? Yeah, I'm excited. Let's do it. All right. We want to welcome Ryan Williams to the show today. Hey, Ryan. Hey, girls. Hey, ladies. We're so happy to have the multi-talented Ryan who... I don't even want to intro you. I want you to intro yourself because I feel like... You wear so many hats and do so many things, so you can definitely say it the best. I'm going to call you the international man what of mystery, about, though. Can I just can I just start it like I would start my podcast? Can I just say I am Ryan Williams? That's yes. where you can find me on all social media channels. <laughs> or is that weird? Hit, hit it. It's in there now. No, <laughs> you can hit it. Yeah, I am Ryan Williams, and I am a photographer. Are you? Just a photographer, Ryan. I, I, <laughs> I, I do other things too. I am a photographer. I am a husband. I am a father. I am a entrepreneur, videographer, podcast host. Should we podcast keep going? Host, yeah. Podcast host is something that I've added to my ensemble recently. Not a videographer, not yet, anyway. But um, sorry, but it's a part of yeah, part of my entrepreneurial ventures. I work with videographers. A media man. Yeah, media guy. Big media guy. If you need a guy to make you look great, Ryan is the person to call, I think. That's actually how we met. Like We've never been formally introduced by anyone. No. No, I remember. I feel like we were all just instant friends at an event one day. So so here's my recollection of the two of you, actually. I have separate recollections of both of you. So when my first recollection of Sarah was at an event that my company Atlantic Livestream was doing and we were live streaming a Propel ICT event at the Halifax Library. And 
one of the people that were hosting the event, maybe it was the MC, went up and they introduced this really badass woman. And they had so many good things to say. And I remember standing there and being super impressed by all the accolades and the different things that they were oh, talking about. Stop. And I do. I, I'm, I'm dead serious. And so I remember. What a suck them, up. <laughs> and I remember them introducing you. And then I saw you go up and they talked about how you had how you had your own business and that sort of thing. And then I remember you taking the podium. And then I remember sticking my camera in your face and photographing you. <laughs> And so that was Sarah. <laughs> Ashley. God, I love it. I've sort of known Ashley, like, I guess, I don't know really how to describe it, like, indiscreetly, I guess. Is that a weird way to say it? <laughs> like, I've seen, yes. I've seen you, like, on the sidelines. I've seen you. I've seen from you. From afar. From afar for years. Not in a creepy sort of way. <laughs> but I've seen you from afar for a while because we have a lot of mutual friends. Sarah, that was the first time I ever saw you, but Ashley, Mm. we have a lot of mutual friends because I went to high school where your your husband went to high school, I believe. And where was that? Tell us. Auburn Drive? Did he go to Auburn? Cole Harbor? Yeah, yeah. No, I was just wanting people to know where you're from. Cole Harbor. Oh, okay. Okay. Cole Harbor, yeah. (laughs) So, but he didn't go to Cole Harbor High. He went to Auburn Drive, right? Auburn. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, okay. So, he went to Auburn and then he was just, I knew that he was friends with a bunch of people that I was friends with and I was friends with, I think his cousin, Nick. So we're talking about mm-hmm. Jeff right now. Anyway, so I've seen you in like, you know, on Facebook and on Instagram and that sort of thing for a while. And then when we started Atlantic Livestream, started doing work with Volta, I just, I saw you around Volta and then I started seeing you guys on all the events. And then, and then you also stuck the camera in my face. Yeah, absolutely. And then because, <laughs> yeah, because I started seeing you at all the events and I stuck camera in your face as well. And yeah, started taking pictures. <laughs> so that's kind of how I met through, through the camera we all connected through the, through the lens through the lens that's a much nicer way to say it you must mm-hmm. be a photographer yeah <laughs> so today we were thinking we want to get to know you cool. super well I like it we're going to bring you some rapid fire questions so everyone the world can get to know Ryan Williams I'll do my best available on all social media at I Ryan, Williams. Ryan Williams available on all <laughs> social media channels. You guys don't even know. I practiced that for like years before I actually started the podcast. Oh, you're really? tagging. That's good because we don't practice those things. And yeah. then I say weird things all the time. Well, I wanted to figure out like how my podcast was going to be. I was like, am I going to be like more conversational or am I going to be more like scripted, like sort of Ryan Seacrest, but Ryan Williams? And so <laughs> like because I used to say that all the time when I was sitting in my car by myself. It just kind of. <laughs> Do you know what? It, re- it really shows. It really, you it really so stuck, professional. You, know? you sound natural through practice. It's not through winging it, people. That's a mistake. No, I sat in my car a lot, like many different times. I wanted to start a podcast like a while ago. Okay. 2014, 2015 type thing. I went out and bought a Blue Yeti microphone, but at that time, I still like had my full time job. And I was scared to put myself out there. And then just this just this past year, I was just like, I'm just going to forget all that foolishness. I'm just going to do what I need to do. That's so cool. So tell us about your podcast. Thank you. Oh, shameless plug here. Hey, oh, appreciate it. I feel like you're leading us to this question, Ryan. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know why you. I'm why rolling you my eyes. Really, I, all of it. I started the podcast. Well, thanks for asking. Oh, stop. <laughs> No, I, well, I started the podcast just because I wanted to connect with people. I want to be friends with everyone. 
And I just want to connect with people that are making a live life that they want to make for themselves. So hmm. it's called what you, the, what you make it podcast, meaning life is what you make it. So I wanted to connect and chat with people that realize that life is short and that we only have so much time here on this planet and that they want to set their own rules and that mm. they don't want to be dictated to and they don't want to have their life controlled in a way that they're not happy with. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to chat with other creatives, thought leaders, entrepreneurs, people that are just in general trying to make life what they want it to be, mm-hmm. not what they think it should be. So cool. Yeah. You've had some great guests on too, with very different lifestyles. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted the podcast to be able to cover anything from the CEO of a company to literally just like a maker or a sex therapist or <laughs> a mommy or a daddy blogger. I wanted to be able to cover like a wide range of different things. And I struggled with the name for a long time because I'm like, there's like, there's a lot of just very general sort of podcasts out there, but I really wanted to, I really didn't, when I started that, I I feel like I just was like, whatever, like, I just want to talk to who I want to be able to talk to. Yeah. Right. I just didn't want to like niche myself down too, too much where I had to specifically speak about one particular Mm. topic or one particular thing because I have many interests and a lot of people will call me a multi-passionate person or a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Mm. So yeah, so I just want to be able to speak to anybody. So I think Ash was going to ask. Yeah, we're going to dive right into some questions. How did you start it? Like what actually, how did you get over the fear to actually do it? Yeah. I got over the fear because to start a podcast because I... One of the things that was holding me back, I think I had a full-time job. I was in dental sales for six and a half years and I started to get into photography about a year or so into my dental sales career. And so once I understood that like I was pretty good at photography and that I really liked it and really enjoyed it, I like slowly started making it more of a side hustle and a side business. And, but I was always really scared to be like, put too many things out there in fear of what like my clients would think. Hmm. Like, so I didn't want to put a bunch of stuff out in the world and have my clients that were essentially paying my bills and allowing me to live a certain lifestyle. I didn't want them to think that I wasn't taking care of them or focusing on them and that my focuses were other places. And just this past year, I left my full-time job to become a full-time entrepreneur. And now there's no excuses. Yeah. It's interesting what, these blocks that you put up or whether real or imagined. Yeah. And then, yeah, when you're supposed to do something, you're called to something. Once that gets kind of, I don't know, uncomfortable enough. Yeah. You have to get rid of it. Yeah. You just have to get rid of it. I mean, ultimately, like, I just think that I don't, I still to today don't know if that was just a mental block or if that was reality. I don't know if my clients would have been like, Oh, this is actually really cool. Something that I did. Or if I still don't know if they would have thought that I just wasn't focusing on them or whatever. But ultimately, you know, the entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial ventures started to take up so much of my time that it was pretty obvious that like, I think it was pretty obvious to me and everybody else that, you know, my focus was elsewhere. So. And it does happen that way. It's so interesting though. I think I come across a lot of friends or people that have these ideas or things they want to pursue, say passions, but they do kind of block themselves a bit from actually 
you know, putting themselves out there. I think that's really hard, but I think you just have to take the leap and trust what you're doing and follow your passion and forget about what people are going to think or what, what they're going to say about you. Well, I always say it's about actually taking actionable steps. So if you, Mm. people say, I think all the time. And so if you actually want to make a change in your life, then you need to figure out how you're going to take that first step. It's like public speaking. What I learned in public speaking is that you need to know the first words that are going to come out of your mouth. So if you're getting ready to start a speech Mm. the first time, whenever you, whenever the first words that come out of your mouth are, just know what that is. And then you'll roll into the rest of what you have. Yeah. But if you don't know the first words that are going to come out of your mouth, then that's when you sort of fumble. You know what I mean? That's why you've nailed I am Ryan Williams. Right. That was one of the things, right? So (laughs) Then you can flow. Yeah. I just think you just need to be able to figure out how to take an actionable step. I think I really want to do this or I think I really want to start a podcast or I think I do this or I think I like you just need to go buy the mic. Yeah. And record your first thing, even if it's your first, you know, even if it's just you in your basement or in your car and you don't even have to publish it. Just record your first thing or do your first thing. Fun fact. We never released our first episode due to a media release issue. Ryan, we haven't gotten you to sign a media release yet. That's so interesting. <laughs> but well, it's fully edited. It will, really? it will, it will be fully edited. edited. What was it about? Yeah. Girls trips. Everybody's going to want to know now. Well, we got to put it in the vault. That's like a we'll it's have a, a little more X rated, a private listening. Okay, there's nothing X rated wow. about it. That sounds sexual. Yes, there's nothing. Let's go. I didn't mean it in a sexual way. I just there was nothing X rated about it. That, Let's go, rivaling queen. But it was it was definitely like R rated in terms of there's drinking, there was partying, there was you know fiasco, swear words, a know. few swear words. See, but this is what I mean. And this is another thing that I battle with as a podcast host is like, how real do you get with people? Right? Like, I know people Mm. want authentic conversations, but you also don't really want to like, feel like you've embarrassed yourself or like put yourself out there to the point of like no return. Yeah. I think that's part of that is finding your voice and what part of you you want to put out there authentically. And then and what your purpose is, because there's, as you said, you're a multi-passionate entrepreneur. We're all multifaceted humans. We all have different parts of our lives, our stories and things like that, and what you want to put out there. And there's certain podcasts that people come to you for whatever they're resonating for. And there'll be different parts of you. Yeah, that's I think it's true. an ongoing journey. That's true. I can see that. Before we get into rapid fire questions, look at me taking over the podcast already. Before we get into rapid fire questions, can I just tell you, <laughs> girls, that I've been listening to your podcast and I love it. And I, I, to the point where I wanted to be rival and queen and king. (laughs) Oh, maybe that'll be the new end of this episode. You are today. Rival queen and king. (laughs) Rival king and queen, rival queen and king. Like I just, some variation of those words. Like I just want to be a part of it. I feel like if I, so if I ever have a co-host, so right now my producer, Mark is like sort of like my co-host, like he jumps in in the intros and sometimes we'll do an episode just together. Yeah. But like, if I do a full on co-host, it's definitely going to be a girl because I love female energy. And (laughs) so for me, you've got two options right here. Yeah. I want, I just want you both. So (laughs) I don't know if we're rebranding at any point. Rival King and Queen out into the future or out into the world. Yeah, less than a hundred episodes, and we're rebranding already. I love it. Uh, I love it. So why we're all entrepreneurs? Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna be creating every moment. So good. Oh, could you imagine a live show together? That I can't imagine, and maybe we should put that on the agenda for 2020. I'm in. 
All right. So. I got, I have a, a few questions here, Ryan. I want to jump right into. I want to know, you've just listed at the beginning several things you're working on, but what is your most like passionate project you're working on right now? What are you the most passionate about? It could be anything. It could be like something at home. Professionally, right now, the most, pa- so we're doing a rebrand for Atlantic Livestream, sort of, kind of. And the thing that's been taking up all of my time <laughs> has been logo design. And not because I'm designing the logo, but because yeah. we are having the logo designed. And I'm just like every day just looking at new options and trying to refine the design and the logo and that sort of thing. Hmm. And that's probably the thing that's been taking up most of my time in terms of like one of the most passionate but at the moment. You're most passionate about the pr- rebrand. So you really care about it. Yeah, I care about it because That's nice. because so for Atlantic Livestream, people probably don't realize, but for the most part, I'm business development for Atlantic Livestream. So I'm a co-founder, co-owner of the business. But if you actually see me at the event, I'm usually taking photos because like the business does live streaming, produce videography, professional photography, and then we can also provide AV services. The AV services are a little bit more boutique for smaller scale. Fancy. Yeah, fancy. (laughs) For like sort of like smaller scale events and that sort of thing. But if I'm not doing photos, like if I wasn't hired to do photos, then like I'm just sort of a runner. I just sort of like do whatever needs to be done, even like get coffee or tea or whatever, like literally whatever. Because behind the scenes, I'm all about the brand, the development of the brand, in obviously in conjunction with my business partners, but like, you know, business development, sales, all that sort of stuff with my background. Yeah. All of that stuff, the booking of the events, all of those things go through me. So when it comes to like the logo design and like how we're going to present ourselves, it's like, it's going to be my email with the logo going out. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I don't know. I've been excited about that. I like this. So continuing the rapid fire, tell us about where did you grow up? East Preston. On the dark side. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in East Preston. And when I was, I always add this to my story when people say that, where I ask me where I grew up, because I grew up in East Preston and that's, you know, that's my home and right up until I was 18. And then as soon as I was done school, I went to Alberta for three years to go to university and play baseball. And then I finished. Baseball star? The, yeah. And you then I did? finished my degree. Yeah. And then I finished my degree down in North Carolina. What? Played baseball. You stop telling us things. We have to ask a bunch of questions. <laughs> okay. My next question wasn't about that, but I want to know. No, we got to describe yourself in three words. Like, what would, as a teenager, what would people, your teammates or your classmates, describe you as? As a teenager? Yeah. I we need to paint the picture from then to now. We're going back through the history. Yeah. I mean, always a type of like every single friend of mine anybody that would be listening to this that knows me is that i wear my emotions on my sleeve so people can always i'm really i don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing sometimes it was good sometimes it was bad it was one of those things where people always knew how i was feeling if i was upset people knew (laughs) if i was happy people knew so i'm a type of person that wears my emotions on my sleeve just in general emotions on sleeve emotions on (laughs) (laughs) That's your teenage descriptor? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, coaches, everybody would say that. So you were a baseball star? I don't know if I was a star. Okay, but okay, what position did you play? I was an outfielder. and Like Kevin Pillar? Yeah, in my early years, I played center field. (laughs) And then 
as you go up the ranks, you get people that are faster than you. So then I moved to right field and then I became a pitcher because I was pretty, I threw pretty hard. Ah, okay. And you went to university. What did you do in university in Alberta? For school or for baseball? Both. For school, I took everything was like there was an emphasis on business and everything that I did. That's not what the specific diploma says. The specific diploma is like general studies, emphasis in business, recreation in North Carolina. But like, again, almost like recreation management, like emphasis in business. So that's what I did in school. And then baseball. Yeah, I was outfielder and pitcher. How did you get to North Carolina? I transferred from, so when I went to Alberta, it was like a junior college program. So the whole point of that program was to like develop you for two or three years where you'd play all in Alberta and BC and then all through the States. And then the coaches through their connections and through your skills and abilities and that sort of thing would have different teams come in from United States, mostly United States. And they would basically, they would scout you to come play your last few years at a university school. My mind is blown. (laughs) (laughs) So your schooling was baseball guided, sport guided. Big time. Big time. My whole life life was sports guided. Baseball star. Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know what the best piece of advice you've ever received. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, that would be it. I think that makes sense for your podcast. Like you're exploring how people create their lives. Yep. How did you, what did you do after school? I got into sales right away. I was looking for a internship in recreation. Yeah. And I saw a job posting for Good Life Fitness. And I was like, hmm, this is recreation. It's a gym. And it happened (laughs) to be a sales position. And so I applied for it and I actually called. So I've sort of been like a hustler my whole life. I called Good Life Fitness and I said, hey, I've just applied for your position, but I'm in North Carolina right now and I need an internship and I need to know that if I get hired for this, it's going to count as an internship or like you can fill out the necessary paperwork for me or whatever. Yeah. And then I confirmed with both sides that it would work. And they, it was basically, it was before I was even hired, I think. And I told them I would fly home for the interview. And like, like I, you know, if you like me over the phone, I was like, I really want this position. I'll fly home for the interview. So I flew home for the interview. And because I saw like how passionate passionate I was about it, they, I got the job and that's how I started my sales career. And how many sales positions have you had since? Mm, I was, I think I've had... I was good like one, two, three, four, five different sales positions with five different companies in the last 10 years because I was the type of person that I knew where I wanted to be. So I started at Good Life and I was in business to consumer sales, B2C retail space. And, you know, people were walking in and and like it was just it was like, you know, $12 an hour pay type thing. And then you would get commissions on top of that. But then I was like, where's the top of the food chain and how do I get there? And so I basically just started looking for different opportunities for myself to move up. And if that meant go to a different company, then I would. So I just used every single thing as a stepping stone 
until I got to where I wanted to be. And at that time, I thought, like, what are the what's the job that's going to give me the most flexibility? What's kind of like cool and edgy and what's going to pay me the most? And at that time, it was either medical sales, dental or veterinary were the three. And what did you choose? Well, it was dental. <laughs> yeah. So uh, cool and edgy. But it was just through connections. It was just through putting it out in the world that I wanted to be in that type of role. And then a friend of a friend left and I got an interview in dental world and that's how I got hired. All those dentists out there, you guys are super edgy. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. What is your dream job, Ryan? I know you may be living your dream, but if you think of a dream job, even when you're younger, did you have one in mind outside of maybe dreaming about sales? Yeah, so sales was never a dream job. Sales was always something that I sort of just fell into. That was a joke. I don't know if anyone dreams about sales. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right. Some people do. Some people, I'm sure, do. Like, you know, they have parents some or something point. like that that were that had a pretty lavish lifestyle because they were in sales. Yeah. But like my dream, I mean, I guess my dream job, to be honest, was always, I always thought that I was going to be like the VP of like sales and marketing in some sort of a company. But I always thought that I was going to like create. And mm. at that time, I thought, you know, I'm going to have this cool corner office in like New York City or like Toronto and I'm going to have like floor to ceiling windows. And and that was like going to be my thing. Like I never really thought entrepreneurship mm -hmm. in particular, but in the context of being like a sales and marketing person, I always thought that I was going to create commercials for people. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I figured I thought that I was going to do like literally just like create commercials and for brands and companies. Yeah. So that was just like an intuitive. Yeah, that thing was just something that, to. like, I don't know. It was just something that was always sort of inside of me, like, my heart to create for someone. I love that. You're a creator. Yeah. It's uh, interesting how those things unfold and you don't really understand. Yeah. I mean, and that's the first time that I, I don't know, this might, I think this is the first time I mentioned this definitely on any podcast, but I've always, yeah, I've always wanted to create commercials. And I remember I always, like, will be watching TV. My wife and I will be watching TV. And I'll be like, yeah, I could have did a better commercial than that. And she'd be like, oh, like, Ryan, come on. Like, what would you what would you have done? I would, and I would just be like, well, I'd have a potato. And, I, <laughs> and I'd like, come up with all knife. these situations. And, I, and then I would, like, come up with an ending. And she'd be like, yeah, I mean, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that with, the like, houses creator. or properties. I always try and think of I'll go into a new house or something because my previous life was in design and I and these things are running through my mind. How could this have been laid out better or done better? I feel like, I don't know, I can't escape it, which I'm sure you can't escape that either. Well, it's just gotten worse for me since I'm now actually in, in a creator <laughs> so space. Critical. Yeah, I can't even watch movies and <laughs> look at regular photos like and this and that without thinking some type of way. Oh, I hope you're not. I hope you're not judging us too bad. I'm going to the light questions now. What were you most likely to be voted to become in your high school yearbook? I was... Okay, so I don't know what I was voted to become. What does it say? It says that I was most athletic and biggest, and biggest flirt. Stop. <laughs> I believe both, both of those, of those things. things. He was clearly a baseball star and is modest. Well, that's what I was Not voted for. Not when it comes to the flirting. That's what I was voted for <laughs> in my school. That's amazing. Most athletic and biggest flirt. I got it. Do one follow-up, Ash. Are you married? Oh, yeah. Seeing as you put it out there. Am I married? Yeah. Yeah. You got to tell the people. Long? Yeah, I'm married. Yes, I guess. Yeah, I guess I should probably tell people. Yeah, I am married. But I didn't I say that I'm a husband and father in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, did. you did. Sorry. Yeah. How long, I'm married. How long I'm married. have you guys been married? Five years. Ooh. 
Yeah, we've been married for five years. She's the love of my life. She's completely opposite me in every single way possible. I'm super. So she's quiet. She is. Yeah. <laughs> Not a baseball star. <laughs> yeah, she is. She. I am like energetic and like super like just a boisterous. dreamer. She, yeah, boisterous. I'm a dreamer. And she's very analytical and she is quiet and mm. she has a lot of reasoning. Yeah. So that's co- sort of like how I would describe both of our relationships. Well, my relationship, my love language is words of affirmation. Her love language is acts of service. So that kind of puts us in a peculiar position from time to time because unless I do acts of service, I'm not going to get words of affirmation. And I don't want to do acts of service unless she tells me that I did a good job. So, mm. um, <laughs> so, right. And so if, she, if, if I take the garbage out and she's like, thank you, baby, so much for taking the garbage out, mm-hmm. then I'm happy. But if she, I just take the garbage out and she doesn't say anything, then I don't want to take the garbage out anymore. And then she's mad because I didn't do it. <laughs> this is funny. a vicious cycle. Do you know who also has the same vicious cycle is Trevor and VK, Trevor, the creator of Westygrams and they have the exact same love language and they get in that exact example that you just shared is yeah. one that BK is like, you just need to take out the garbage. It has to be done. Mm-hmm. Do I have to praise you? I cooked you meal the last like seven nights in a row. You yep. never said thank you to me. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a Jeff and song. I, Jeff and I are the same as, I don't know your wife's name, but your wife Nicole. and you, Nicole and you, ours is the same. It's, it, it is a vicious cycle kind of. All right, we'll nail the love languages. So now we got your love languages. Ash, what's the best thing about being married? Oh, the best thing about being married is just you have a partner in life. You, Mm. you're a team. And you need to remind yourselves of that a lot. You know, like Mm. you sort of need to like, you know, when you're having little arguments and little this and little that, like you just need to remind yourselves every day. Like, yeah, we're in the team. We're in this together. And so, like, I always call us Team Williams, like when we were having our babies, <laughs> like another member of the team is is coming. And being a big sports guy, I just, I always reference that and come back to that, is that, like, team is very, very important because team means you sacrifice for one another, you pick up for one another, you look out for one another, you have each other's back, but you also conquer the world together. Mm-hmm. So being the biggest thing, biggest thing about being married is, like, that and she can't get rid of me as easily. <laughs> it will literally take over a year. Yeah. I want to know what your biggest pet peeve is, Ryan. If you have one or many. My biggest pet peeve, that's a that's a weird one because it's like I feel like it's day to day it could change, like depending on my situation. Oh gosh. Depending on what's going on. Do you know what I mean? Like there's certain things like I don't really I'm a very optimistic non-judgmental mm. person sometimes like if i find myself talking about somebody that's not in the room mm. it, i don't like it it really makes me feel uncomfortable yeah you know and so one of my biggest pet peeves i would say just in general is people that talk about other people because mm. you don't know what that other person's going through you don't know what kind of day they had and i try to be an empathetic person or and, and i try to have self-awareness in the fact that like not everybody's perfect mm. so like People that talk about other people to me, especially like behind their back or talk bad about people or make fun of other people, that's probably my biggest pet peeve. I think that's a good one. That's fair. I'm with you. What's your favorite breakfast? I'm asking the hard hitting questions. Favorite (laughs) breakfast is... I'm hungry right now. I know, right? Me too. I haven't eaten. (laughs) 
haven't had a protein Let's shake today. Let's all go today. for breakfast. Let's just all go for breakfast. Favorite breakfast, just, I mean, just in general, I think I just like, you know, bacon and eggs. But my all-time favorite breakfast would probably be fried chicken and waffles. Whoa. I would never let myself order that on a menu, but I always look at it, and I would love to try it. Yeah. I've never had it. Salty and because, sweet. Because, yeah, I'm... Yeah. I want- Are you a coffee or tea person? Both. What? Which is which is more? What kind of tea? Just straight red rose. Red rose is my favorite. Yeah. Straight up red rose red tea. Rose is nice. It's perfectly good, fine. A good nan Classic. tea. Yeah. I, I, I've gone through phases. Yeah. To be honest, I, I, I would say I'm probably more of a tea person. I mm-hmm. like the concept of coffee. You know, like yeah. I like the, like, it's like, it's like drinking. It's like coffee is like a social thing. Do you want to go grab a coffee? Like I like coffee and I can drink it, but I can drink a tea straight easier than I can drink a coffee straight probably. Hmm. But I like them both. Do you like traveling? Yeah. I like being new places. I hate traveling. Ooh. Well, you don't like the planes? I hate planes. Are you scared or you just don't like them? I've gone through a lot of anxiety in my life as it relates to planes, but I lived in Alberta for three years and North Carolina for two years. So I had to travel back and forth on planes a lot. But as my, as I got older and as I started to care more about the things that were immediately present in my life, like when Nicole and I first started dating, then we got engaged and we got married and then we had kids. I feel like my anxieties have risen in terms of like being in a tube 30,000 feet above the ground. Yeah. And I've gotten better with it since, but I've gone, I've gone through some bad, times like as it relates to flying like to the point where i wouldn't saw a therapist crazy yeah so like i don't so it it, flying i would say probably holds me back from traveling as much as i should and it sucks because my wife is she's a travel bug like she's a travel queen like she's gone all through europe and she's done all these things does she sedate you and say it again (laughs) does she just sedate you when she wants to go away well yeah like i mean ultimately like i know for a fact that i have to go on at least one big trip a year in the last couple years has been disney world so it's been florida because it's just like she'll go crazy otherwise if she doesn't at least get to go somewhere yeah but i can suppress that like travel bug in her for a little while but i have to i have to go somewhere with her so ultimately like flying is just one of those things that i have to do but i don't love it but i love being new places so where's your favorite you place to go then? there yeah i love it once i'm there like once i'm there i'm good leading up to the the trip is like anxiety ridden like definitely a few days before i'm like oh i can't believe we have to do this in a couple of days and then when i get there i'm like well like that was easy there was like no turbulence that was like sitting in my living room like we're perfectly fine like everything is good everyone's alive i can do that again and then the day before i'm about to leave like don't my wife knows not to plan anything the day we fly like we fly out later in the day like we've actually started booking flights in the morning because there's no point in keeping me there all day because i just will sit in the corner (laughs) like if we're in florida Mm -hmm. like the last day that i'm about to leave i'll just sit in the corner and just like be cranky because i know i'm gonna fly that night so i'm just like "Eh, i don't want to do anything Oh my god! Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, where's you your need, favorite place? You need place to try to like hip hypnosis. Hypnosis, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure that would work. Maybe my favorite place to go. I don't know. I've been where I like. I traveled throughout the Western United States a lot and mm-hmm. the Eastern United States a lot, mm-hmm. but I've never been to like Europe. So I think Europe would be a cool place Ooh. to go. And I think that there would be, like, I really want to go to Greece. I know that was my question. Sorry. My favorite place that I've ever been has been St. Lucia for our honeymoon. But you want to go to Greece. I'm a big advocate for that. Yeah. Yes. It's my favorite place to go. Always. I like, I like Greek food. So I'm assuming oh. that when I get there, I would enjoy it. The best food. And they'll give a lot of it to you for free. Yeah, I'm into it. 
and like to just <laughs> you, I want to go there for the pictures. You could just really drug yourself for the flight over. Yeah, you can like, get a straight flight from Montreal. Just get a you know double dose of Ativan. That's one of the reasons why like Halifax to me is so annoying <laughs> because I'm just like Halifax to me is like I'm like you always have to connect to get to cool places. You should move to Newfoundland. You don't have to connect. No, it's a joke. No, you can't. Worse. You have to fly to get anywhere. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, Newfoundland is like this hub all of a sudden where you can just fly direct to like Greece. No, it's an island that you can't drive off. Imagine. of. Yeah, that's awful. Like I don't. I've been to Newfoundland once and I felt trapped and I didn't like it. And I like the people. I mean, you guys are great and stuff, but like I don't want to be trapped. John. Oh, I love it. I, I think about that even for Halifax. Like when I'm in Toronto or more central cities it's so easy to get around <laughs> yeah but like, think about it like when you live in the united states as well right like you can get to like the next city hub like the uh, like another really cool city hub by like just like it's an hour flight or it's only just like, yeah. an hour flight, right like for us it's like a really cool like talked about city hubs are like toronto vancouver calgary yeah. right but like those three particular and no offense to anybody that's listening that lives somewhere else Love you all. Been everywhere but Winnipeg. Been everywhere but Manitoba, sorry. Manitoba's dope. Yeah, and I'm sure Manitoba is cool, actually. I'd like <laughs> to go there. But yeah, anyway, Halifax, I don't like connecting places. I'd rather live in Toronto where I can just get straight flights. I have one more question for you, Ryan. What is your favorite, I was going to say your favorite clothing or favorite item in your closet <gasps> right now? Like, What are you rocking? Hats. All, all the time. Hats. You're a big You hat always guy. have hat on. Yeah. Who's your style icon? Do you do- Hats. Hats uh, are your style icon? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that likes hats. My style icon. Really? I'm a, I mean, see. just in general, I'm a Will Smith guy. He's uh, got good vibes. Yeah. In general, I'm a Will Smith guy. He doesn't wear a lot of hats. I feel. Also, he's aged he? very well. He has aged well. He doesn't, no, he doesn't wear a lot of hats, but... Again, leaving the co- the reason why I'm wearing hats all the time is more so because of entrepreneurship. Like when I was in the corporate world, like mm. in dental sales, I can't roll up in a dental office wearing a ball cap. But like ball cap is my roots. <laughs> you know, like I've been wearing a ball cap longer than I was selling dental equipment and supplies. Yes. So, so I really enjoy wearing wearing a hat and I like to have different hats. But yeah, so as soon as I got out of corporate, I'm like, I'm just going to rock a hat backwards, forwards, always. Respect. Yeah, okay. but but yeah, like in terms of style icon, I don't really have like a style icon necessarily. I just look at like I look at a lot of fashion on Instagram right now, GQ stuff. Like I look at all that kind of stuff, and I just I'm tr- I'm just trying to I'm, fashion is new to me. <laughs> okay, so that's I'm, all I'm good. Working, no yeah, shade. So You're exploring. Don't worry, yeah, I'm, I'm, exploring. Like, I'm with you. I'm on exploring that because I've never been good at fashion, and I'm now trying to take it more seriously. I have two more rapid fire ones I want to ask. Ash, who's your celebrity crush? I have two more rapid fires. Okay. So my wife would say every celebrity, (laughs) every girl, every female, everyone. (laughs) Yeah. But because I, I love, I just think all women are beautiful. And it's the and it's the God's honest truth. I do. I think I'm not. I'm not attracted to everyone. But I think every woman is beautiful. Yeah. You know, like I think every woman is beautiful to someone. And is, now, is this how you get so many bookings with so many women? <laughs> I feel like you're in the right industry. 
I'm telling the truth. I'm being serious, okay? I think all women are beautiful. However, I do, I am attracted to Charlize Theron. I am. She's a babe. I am a, yeah, I am a tall blonde guy. That is, that is what my wife looks like. She is a tall blonde. But I, you know, I'm a Kardashian fan. I'm a JLo fan. Ash yes. is a big Kardashian fan. I'm You're a, speaking her language. I'm a, I'm a Beckinsale fan. I'm a, I, I have a lot of celebrity crushes. Oh my God. Very wide range of appearance. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I have a lot. I think this could be all day. I could talk about this. Okay. <laughs> do, do you have a male crush? Like a male yeah, celebrity question. or athlete, pro athlete crush? Yeah. It's just, it's Will Smith. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he, he's your love. He's your guy. Yeah. Across the board. Yeah. I, I, I like on celeb crush yeah in terms of like athletes i don't really i can't i don't know i can't really think of athletes kevin pilar no kevin pilar we actually have, <laughs> i have a buddy that looks like kevin pilar but he's shorter. i love him so much no he's married but he looks just like kevin pilar and it's hilarious <laughs> okay uh, an idea is just coming to me now ryan i feel like we should do some type of dating Video, I don't know, something with Murph and get some this is, old batch. No, listen, okay, <laughs> we so, are not making a single so commercial a for me. Big relationship guy, big <laughs> dating guy, love to talk about it. Big bachelor fan. Uh, <laughs> I am full on bachelor nation. I can tell you everything that's going on. I listen, most of the podcasts I listen to are bachelor podcasts. I have nothing to contribute because I don't watch The Bachelor, but <laughs> Ashley, have you, you on next season out. to do re what. Yeah, we'll have Ryan on next Bachelor season to do some recaps. We'll have to get you up to speed, Murph. We, yeah, we can do recaps all day. But yeah, so I'm down to do something dating for Murph. Mark, the yeah. producer, is single too. My producer Oh my is, God, oh, Mark. Yeah, Mark is single too. And I just like, I mean, I'm not trying to set nobody up here, but I'm just saying that like, we might have to set them both up, maybe not together, but with other people. So I'm down for this all day. And we'll have to meet Mark and see what we're vibing. I can't wait to have family dinner after this episode comes out. This is going to be great for me. <laughs> <laughs> and for you to meet Mark. It might be awkward. Oh, my God. Oh my. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. My last rapid fire. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie always has been... Something um, with Will Smith. Men yeah, in Black? Yeah. Like, no, not Men in Black. It's funny because Will Smith, the only thing I don't, I don't vibe with with Will is he has a real love for sci-fi. And I'm not a big sci-fi guy. So I like I liked Bad Boys. Like I always just say Bad Boys and Bad yes. Boys 2 were like my favorite movies. And now Bad Boys 3 is coming out. So that was always really fun to watch. But I now I'm not necessarily a movie guy, like more just like Netflix series. So what's your favorite Netflix series? Well these are we'll take all answers. I like Money Heist. What's that about? Money Heist. I'm a big bank robber movie movie Ooh. or like a series guy. And so Money Heist, it is, I'm pretty sure it's the most watched audio dubbed Netflix series ever. So it's like in Spanish, but you can't, and usually it's really annoying because the mouth doesn't match up with mm. the, you know what I mean? But you can't really tell. And it's really, it's a really cool series. So like Money Heist is really good. The Netflix series, it's called You. It's a thriller. Mm. That's pretty cool. I know what you're talking about. That looks terrifying. Yeah, but it's not. It's it's not terrifying, though, because you, like, almost root for the creepy guy. <laughs> okay, we're never watching this, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so Netflix series are, are dope to me. I love it. So, two things. One, the first thing, can you give us and our listeners 
any tips on how to take the perfect Instagram photo. Okay. So we're I, tapping into your skills. Yeah. So I knew this was coming. So I've been thinking about what I can say. <laughs> and before you answer that, yeah, sure. is Instagram your favorite social media platform? Is that where you kind of participate the most? Without a doubt. Okay. So yeah, help us optimize. It's my, so it's okay. So Instagram is my favorite social media platform for just in general, being a part of the community under knowing what's going on, being in the know. It's my favorite platform for that. But my favorite educational platform is YouTube. Mm. And I do a lot, a lot, a lot of like education and watching vlogs. And is that what you your bachelor data? No, that's just straight television. <laughs> like, I'm well, probably one of the many, one of the only people that hasn't canceled their cable because I like, I like live things. Like, I like live shows, and I like, I don't like to watch The Bachelor after The Bachelor's already aired. I like to watch it during. Although, I do PVR. I PVR everything. So, I will watch it, but I'll just kind of stay away from spoilers. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm with that. you. I'm the same. <laughs> yeah, and I like to, P- I actually like I can't- PVR because I can fast forward. I'm already planning in my mind the new season of The Bachelor. We're having a viewing party and I'm inviting Ryan. Sarah, you can come if you'd like. Maybe Nicole wants to come. Maybe she's into (laughs) The Bachelor. And we're going to get popcorn. We're going to have play-by-plays. It's going to be great. Big time. Nicole gets so mad at me because I I pause through the whole thing because I'm like, do you see why he's saying this to her? Because he's not. He doesn't really care about her. I can't deal with this. I get all into it. It's ridiculous. I love it. That's amazing. You're both going to hate me. I'm in. All right. Give us your Instagram tips. Yeah. So Instagram tips. So the number one thing that anybody that's taking a photo needs to be conscious of and understand is light. Ooh, I've never. Okay. Tell us more. So light is what makes your photo. So the way that it, the way that you see light in a photo is what makes the photo pop or makes it not pop. Light is the most important thing in any photo. So when you, the number one thing that I tell people, the easiest thing to do when it comes to light is to stand by, Ashley's trying to take a selfie right now, is to stand by a window. So I am. Use, I've, there's really good lighting in it this It does room. look like there's really good writing. Yeah. Writing. Really good lighting where you are. I'm, as Ryan gives us the tutorial, I'm going to. You act it out, girl. Yeah. So what I tell people if they want to take the first step to taking a really, really nice photo is that you want even light. Okay. And so you want the least amount of shadows as possible until you understand what shadows do for your photo. So. But we are, we're amateurs. Yeah. So, so no shadows. Exactly. So you want to have even light. So that means making sure that there's no like really dark spots or really light spots on your subject. So the easiest way to get even light if you're indoors is to face the window. Mm. And so if you're going to take a selfie, if you really want to take a nice selfie and you want to put it up in your stories or on Instagram, then you want to face the window and you want to have all of that light come into your into your space. Okay. And then you want to snap the picture. Now we get into hard light and soft light. Okay. Part two. Part two. When we get into hard light and soft light, hard light is when everything is sort of blown out mm-hmm. and you have to like, sometimes you have the ability to tap your screen, mm-hmm. which will, it will basically like stop down the light. So it will take some of the light away so that you have even light. So it's not so bright. 
Yeah. Another way that you can soften up the light is if you like, sometimes you'll have a see-through blind or like not, not a blind, but like, like a mesh, like curtain sheer. Or, or a sheer, sheer curtain. Yeah. Something like that. That will, that will help soften the light for you. Okay. So that's soft and that's even, and you can see all the details like in your face if you want to take a selfie. Okay. Now, if you turn yourself around and you put your back to the window and you're trying to take a selfie, especially with cell phones, this is like mainly with cell phones, the sensor in the camera isn't strong enough to overpower, basically balance the the highlights and the shadows mm. in the photo. So for the most part, it's it, it can only focus on one thing. So it's either going to focus on the light that's outside and it's going to make everything around you like really crisp and clear, mm-hmm. or it's going to focus on the light that's on the inside and your you will be crisp and clear, but the back will be blown out completely. Okay. So it just it just creates for a lot more challenges when taking your photo. So if you just turn your face into the into the window, you're going yeah. to be able to take another a better picture. That's like the number one tip. That's number one tip. And even. Yeah, and even light. I love it. Yeah. Number two tip would be to give yourself options. Tell me more. What do you mean? So take like a lot of strike photos. different poses. Ooh, strike like a hundred photos. Yeah, give yourself options. What's the button you put on and it just takes like bursts? Just yeah, do bursts. Burst. But no, that's not what I mean. So, oh. <laughs> so in terms of giving yourself option, you want to just <laughs> basically like and this will help with composition too. So people people don't necessarily need to understand composition and the rule of thirds and all of these different things. They just need to give themselves options. So point your camera towards you, but then move your body to the left, move your body to the right, move your chin up, move your chin down. Hmm. Uh, stick, put you know, have a camera angle where it's a little bit higher. Have a camera angle where it's a little bit lower. Have a camera angle where it's straight on. Just move yourself unapologetically until you like the photo. Until the photo looks the best to you. Okay. Yeah. Lots of options. Yeah. So give yourself tons of options. Kim Kardashian says that she takes hundreds of selfies before she actually posts any. So she'll actually take. She also has carpal tunnel from taking so many selfies. Stop it. Right. Yeah. Because she's always holding her phone and it's heavy. And yeah, I saw an episode. She got carpal tunnel from taking so many selfies. Yeah. Because she takes a lot. I can't deal. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is too much for me. But you know what? You're right in in uh, respect to like figuring out what angle or what kind of way you want the photo to come off. Because Sarah and I, I know we've had our camera out. We didn't know it was on some sort of self timer, and it would oh take God. like how many photos, Ten. Sarah? But we would never really move. We'd kind of just stay in the same position. So you'd have 10 photos the same. And then we realized, oh, we should t- kind of turn our head or move this way to give us a high five. Options, so. Yeah. Give we only options. recently learned that. Yeah. That's a great tip. Yeah. Lighting, options, anything else. Third tip would be remove distractions. What are the distractions? So a lot of the time what happens, we've all seen the Instagram photo where you're taking a selfie in the mirror and you got, and you're in the bathroom and you got the toilet seat up and you got the toilet paper on the counter and you got your dirty Uh. underwear on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) The classic. The classic. (laughs) Remove distractions. So whatever. No dirty underwear. Whatever is in the, well, if that's your thing, but whatever's in the background is going to be distracting. So you want to make your space or whatever's around your photo for the most part. If it's not adding to the photo, take it out. Hmm, I love that. I agree. Rule of thumb. Top three tips. Lighting, options, remove distractions. That's right. I love it. It's a favorite part of our show. We're doing a one round of resting grams. 
Ryan, we've got Westygrams. Have you ever heard about it? No, I haven't. It's a game created Ryan. by a friend of mine. No, I've heard it. I've heard of it, but I, I don't know exactly. Very easy game. We've got all the Westygrams here. You pick one and you answer the question. Question. Okay. I'm like adopting languages or the accents. Question. The, the question. <laughs> the question. So I just pick something and I just You pick whichever one you want. Whichever yeah. You want. We're going to do a rapid fire. All right, I'm just going to pick this one. You have to pick one for me. The most outlandish and wild thing I've ever done. Tell us about it. And I have to tell you about it. I'm I'm trying to think of appropriate things to say. <laughs> Your most outlandish thing. You can pick another. The most outlandish and wild thing I've ever done. Well, I feel like this could be good, but I don't I don't really know. I don't know. Okay. I don't well, have an answer for it. I'm gonna give you do, the one I, I was gonna I'll give to Ash then. Where was your first kiss? First okay. First real kiss. That's it. See, that's it. There you go. That's an easier one. First real kiss was on my couch in my parents' house downstairs with a family friend that we like grew up together. They used to call us Barbie and Ken. Stop. <laughs> they used to call us Ken and Barbie. So cute. I like that. Yeah. That was my, my first kiss. Okay. Ashley, what's something you like to do the yeah. old fashioned way? What's something I like to do the old-fashioned way? Not really a lot, to be honest. I'm more of a modern kind of gal. Give me one thing. I don't know. What, like, how old's fat? How I write old letters. old-fashioned? What's yours? No, I don't. But I don't do that. I'm not into that. No, I know. That's not your thing. I think I've been more into calling people. I think there was a period when... I didn't think about calling people or having actual conversations over the phone. And now I like when people call me. I'm down. I call people all the time. Does that count? People, that's yeah. that's my like number one thing to do when I'm building a relationship with somebody. Like when I first meet you, if you see the phone ringing from me, it means I like you. If I'm just texting you. Well, you better call yeah. us. If I'm just, te- if I'm just te- <laughs> he only, you only texted you us to get here. <laughs> You've only ever sign. texted me, Ryan. <laughs> well, you're going to have to wait for that phone oh call. Oh, my God. I'm offended. see how it goes. I'm offended. This is terrible. <laughs> Mine is, would you rather win a million dollars or never have to pay for anything again? Ooh. I mean, you know, investing, appreciation, years. I'm still going to go that I hope to never have to pay for anything again. That could be oh a sugar God. daddy. Send him over. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then the question comes, do you appreciate the things that you've been given? I'm actually not a very materialistic person, so I think that's all good. Yeah. I mean, at this point in our lives, I feel like not having to pay for anything again is fine. I'd be damned for that. Yeah, we're I've mature. Gone. We've learned. I've learned the things. I've learned what is enough and what is too much. That's right. I mean, I think you kind of got to constantly remind yourself of that, but Correct. I've learned that that's a thing to be aware of. Yeah. It's like the buffet. Yeah. Like Black Friday? No, I can't deal because <laughs> it's just too much. I'm going to buy things I don't need. Yeah, it's true. It's true. There's people lined up at the doors of Black Friday. It's like, hmm, if I really needed it, I probably would have already went and bought it. Exactly. All right. This has been an insightful episode. We learned so much about you. It's lovely to get to know you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming and for Thanks, Ryan. giving us the best photo tips. I appreciate you guys very much. Remember, rival, queen, <laughs> and king. He's pitching it higher. <laughs> Start practicing your intro in the car. I love it. I will. Oh, man. I'm so excited now. Wow. <laughs> this is awesome. There's a chance. There's hope. All right. Thanks so much, Ryan. Thanks. Thanks, girls. Bye. Bye. 
Hi, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We love hearing from you. So please let us know what you think. You can email us at rivalandqueen at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and even leave a review. You can find us on all social handles at Rival and Queen. Thanks, guys. <laughs>